everyone. Welcome back. I am David, the author of the book, coming to you from Gentleman's Guide to Flirting World Headquarters. This is episode four, where we discuss what is known as the friend zone. What is that? How do you end up there? And what do you do if you want out of it? And we do this using the framework and perspective from the book, mostly from pieces of part one. I think this point of view is something you will find useful and very practical, in particular if being friend-zoned, so to speak, is something you are dealing with right now. But first, a quick word from our sponsor, me. Gotta pay the bills. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Gentleman's Guide to Flirting. I am David, the author of the book of the same name, Gentleman's Guide to Flirting, available on Amazon.com. I am also your host and the exalted leader of the Gentleman's Guide to Flirting Empire. You will be able to find this content on YouTube or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Thank you for joining. Let's get started. The friend zone. The friend zone. What is it? What I have on screen is uh, a definition that I took from the Oxford English Dictionary. Uh, for the benefit of the people consuming this material via podcast, I'm going to read everything I put on screen, so bear with me. A friend zone, a situation in which one member of a friendship wishes to enter into a romantic or sexual relationship while the other does not. So, by convention, ordinarily, at least in my opinion, I when I hear about friend zone, I'm typically thinking that it's the man who wants to alter or change a relationship with a lady. He they want to add, he wants to add a sexual or a romantic component to it, and she's uh, not wanting to do that. But it very easily could be the other way around. It could be the lady asking the man, or it could be between any two people. But for the purposes of this video and this podcast, I'm going to be using the example of a man who wants to uh, change a relationship with a lady and she has decided to friend zone him. So you may be thinking, uh, nice guys, nice guys finish last. You, you may have heard that a lot, but uh, maybe my, maybe nice guys do finish last, but not you. Uh, what I've been trying to do, one of the things I'm trying to do with the Gentleman's Guide to Flirting book and producing all this content, these videos, these podcasts is, I want to address an issue that I see, that I've seen for the past several years um, in the culture, especially in the West, in the United States, in North America, in Europe, where um, this whole nice guys concept, it's not, it's not a bad thing. Being a nice guy doesn't put you at any kind of disadvantage, in my opinion, especially, uh, you know, again, I'm trying to take a step forward. I'm trying to move the culture a little bit, in particular in part one of the book, along those lines. I, I say that, uh, you know, you are nice, the people who so kind of subscribe to this way of thinking. Um, you are nice, but you're several levels better than nice. You're levels better than the bad boy or the jock or the person who's not sincere, the person who's fake. Women are far more attracted to guys who are honest and real and the, the, the real deal than anybody's faking or playing some other kind of role in society. But I can hear some of you now, uh, you know, but David, I bought your book and I watched the YouTube channel and I listened to the podcast. Will I still get friend zoned? I spent my money. Will I still get friend zoned? And my answer is emphatically yes. Uh, are you going to get friend zoned from time to time after reading my book? Yes. And you will, and you will, it will happen more often. Why do I say it's more often? Because you'll be meeting more women. 
You'll have more of everything, more dates, more girlfriend candidates, more sex, more social interactions of all types. You'll also have more dates that won't work out, and some of those will end up with her friend zoning you. There's nothing, nothing magic that anyone can say to you or tell you or give you to avoid that. It's just going to be a natural consequence or outcome of you doing more volume, of you meeting more people and, and uh, trying more. So uh, let's take a step back. Uh, this concept that I'm about to get into is very important. Uh, so please bear with me. And again, for the benefit of the people listening to the podcast who can't see the video content, I'm going to, I'm going to read this, read this slide. What's on screen is a, is a list of priorities that I suggest you use when making decisions like this and figuring out, um, like how to conduct yourself uh, every day. Priority number one should be you. And by you, I mean you taking care of your health. You, you doing what you decide is in your best interest to improve every day as a man. You working towards your goals. You're, you working to improve your mind. You basically, basically doing whatever you envision to become a better man uh, day by day. Second priority is your goals, your career, your business, and your education. Whatever it is that you have mapped out that you need to do to uh, be complete, to hit your goals, uh, that's the second priority in the scheme I pro I'm proposing that you adopt. The third level starts bringing in other people. The third level, priority three, is family, partners, and close friends. Uh, by family, I mean everybody. It could be wife and children. Could be it's, it's your mom and dad. It's your it's your brothers and sisters. It's it's everybody in in, in your in your family. By partners, I mean wives, close friends. I distinguish casual friends and close friends in this uh, priority scheme. Close friends, I consider, uh, this is just me, I consider close friends in some cases um, at least equal to, if not better than, some family members. So I, I, I really cherish them. Level four in this priority scheme, girlfriends. Uh, so a lot of ladies reading this, I kind of think they should be number one, but I think it's healthier for a man for, I, th I think it's healthier for people to use a, a man or a woman to use this kind of scheme. And girlfriends, they fall at number four behind family partners and close friends. So that's, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying is, is appropriate. Level five in the priority scheme behind girlfriends, casual friends and acquaintances. And level six is everyone else. So that's the scheme I suggest you um, uh, kind of use. So let's take a closer look at the actual question of friend zone. Like you're, you're, if you find yourself in a friend zone situation and you're trying to figure out what to do about it, if anything. The first thing that I want to mention here is that your happiness is essential. It is vital. It's paramount. Again, that's that's directly aligned with a priority one of the in the in the priority scheme we introduced in the prior slide where you and your goals and your business and your careers is number one so there's no 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 difference there but don't don't forget about that sometimes of people in your life they want to say that they have a claim on the number one spot so be um alert to attempts attempts to do that second thing i would suggest that you keep in mind is uh before we get to the specific question here is always walk around uh, because of the way you're conducting yourself, walk around in a state of mind where you are totally fine by yourself. And when you approach a lady or you are offering a date or you're offering to bring her into your kind of, into your circle, into your life, you're 
offering her an opportunity to go along with you for the ride. You're already fine by yourself. And if she says yes to whatever you're offering, uh, you know, including this, 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 this friend zone situation here, you're just offering her to go along the ride with you. Uh, and, 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 and that's a good thing. And if she doesn't want to do that, that's also fine. Um, next point, is she worth keeping? Uh, that's, that, that sounds harsh and it may be, but it's, um, I, you gotta be, pragmatic about this you only have 24 hours in, in a day and you've got things you need to do for yourself you got things that you need to do to be the best asset that you can possibly be for your family and your close friends and other people that you care about so you cannot be everything to all people all the time because there's simply not enough not enough time to go around to take care of everything in the right uh, priority order Another thing to uh, keep in mind is how is she treating you? This is a tough one. You, you really got to uh, audit that and, 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 and uh, give it an, aud- an honest assessment. Is she just taking up your time and not offering value back to you? Does she provide value back? Is she worth your limited time? Uh, by, by this, I mean, for example, when you think about your interactions with her, is it her reaching out to you to get you to do stuff for her all the time? Or is the, the, the kind of the ledger more balanced? Does she ask you to come over and help her move and do this, run errands, pick her up from the airport, use your time, but you don't get anything back? I think you need to think about, kind of go back and audit that a little bit. Think about your interactions with her and how is that kind of dynamic in your relationship Um going on right now another point is she close friend material remember close friends were in priority three in my little scheme they're right ranking right there alongside family but is she uh is she close friend material or is she more casual a casual friend quality person there's two when you're when we're talking about take you being in a friend zone situation and you want to get out of it right you want you want to go in and address that it's, it's not what you wanted her to do i and in our little scheme here there's two uh camps she could be in first she could be in, in in priority three family partners and close friends she could be a close friend that you already cherish that you already value that you want to uh ex, kind of expand the relationship or she could be a, a level five, a casual friend or acquaintance that you want to promote up to a girlfriend. And I say those are two different things requiring two different approaches. If she is at level five, like a casual friend that you want to take to a four girlfriend, then maybe you can be a little more direct in your asks. Like if you don't, if you have room for a four, but not too many fives, you got room for a girlfriend, but you don't, you're, you're, you're kind of, full of casual friends you've you got plenty of friends uh if she doesn't want to go and be promoted up um that's fine and it may be okay to just kind of you know um, not walk on eggshells about it maybe be a little more direct uh, be very clear about um you know what you want you you've got to decide whether you want to give her an ultimatum or not that's that's a that's a power move there and you got to decide decide whether that's whether that's appropriate or not one way to think about this again using this priority scheme is you know Think, think if, if this was an organization, you with you and you and your goals and career business and everything, you're like the CEO of a company. You're the person that's making it all happen. Uh, you're the CEO at the top and you have limited capacity and resources to do everything else, right? Like for the priority three people, the family partners and close friends, those are the, the long term 
members, the colleagues in your organization that, that help, help the whole thing be successful and make it a happy, healthy thing. But the people in lower tiers down below that are not essential and they can, and they can come and go. So one way to think about it, and it's a little, a little harsh, but, uh, you know, maybe you have in your organization an opening at, at level four for a girlfriend, but you're not really hiring at level five for casual friends and acquaintances because you're kind of, you're kind of, you're kind of all stocked up on that. There's no openings in that department. So that's one way to think about it. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say that to you, but I think it's a kind of useful way to look at it. Uh, just in your head anyway. For the situation of a close friend that you're trying to um, uh, switch to a more of a romantic relationship, I think that's a more difficult thing because uh, you got to be you got to think about uh, all the possibilities there. If you if you come in too heavy to, with a close friend, trying to add on like a sexual or, or romantic component to your relationship, you may lose that close friend. So you got to think about it uh, that way. If she is a close friend. Um, please consider leading by telling her how much you cherish and value her friendship right up front. And to say that you have something you need to tell her about, you need to tell her how you feel and you've been feeling this way a while, uh, to do the best you can to try to limit the damage to the existing friendship, especially if it's something you want to keep going long-term, uh, perhaps even lifelong. Uh, other things to keep in mind if you're as you prepare to have a conversation with her, if that's the right thing to do. Make sure you do that alone. As sometime when the two of you are alone, maybe after you've you know, had dinner or you know, just uh, don't do it in front of other people. It just it just adds more stress to it for you, and you don't want to embarrass her. Uh, and definitely be kind. Uh, you know, one of our key principles, one of our rules in the book is every interaction that you have with a lady, you're you're not allowed. You're not allowed to um, allow that to end in a way that she feels worse about herself. No matter how she treats you during it, no matter what happens, like she, if you say, "Hey, I want to not, yeah, you know, I, I want to um, evolve our relationship into something else," and she laughs in your face and humiliates you, I, I hope that doesn't happen. It's a kind of a worst case scenario, but you're not allowed to, 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 to you know, like hit her, you know, strike back verbally. You just go take your lumps and be a man and walk away from it. Uh, you're, you're just not allowed to um uh, to allow her to feel to for her to feel um worse after your interaction basically just don't leave a trail of damage and destruction behind you but i can hear some of you again but david she's so hot i can't let this go uh dude uh there are millions more women out there so be fine with taking the loss uh yes you'll be disappointed potentially but you'll get over it and and just just move on Remember the techniques that we uh, go over in the book. Um, you're you're gonna have you're not gonna have any problems meeting new ladies, and there's plenty of them out there for you. There's millions of good women out there, so just be confident. Keep working on yourself every day, and you'll see the day after day after day. You'll just keep improving, improving your confidence. Your your natural, genuine confidence will keep rising up. Your um, Fear of maybe reaching out and approaching new ladies will, will diminish. You'll have a whole heck of a lot of fun doing it, and you'll end up in a really good place. So have confidence. All right, that's all that I have for now. I'll see you guys next time.